Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! Hey everybody, this is Q. And I'm M. And we are ready to talk about the Great American Bacon Show Holiday Edition, Season 5, Episode 3? Three? Part 1. Episode 3, Part 1. Yes. Episode 3, Part 1. <laughs> <laughs> it is Pastry Week. And uh, what do you, what, what's your general feeling about pastries? You a fan? I don't eat a lot of pastries. I like the butter. There is a lot of butter being consumed. It's not really healthy use. for you. No? Tastes delicious. I feel like butter is one of those things where it's up and down. Sometimes it's not good for you, and then sometimes it is. There's like butter trends, you know that? Mm-hmm. Like the new trend in butter is Irish butter. A lot of people are into Irish butter these days. What does it taste like? Is it different? Yeah, it has like a different taste to it. It's like milkier. Hmm. And then there's uh, clarified butter, which is uh, mm. pretty amazing. Clarified butter is what you use when you want to dip your crab legs or something in there, right? Is it? It's like clear. <laughs> it's like a clear right. butter. Yeah, yeah, it's pure butter. Yeah. Also, when you cook it, it doesn't smell up the house. Regular butter smells your house up? Yes, it does. I did not know that. It just makes your whole house smell like butter. Wow. Which can be a blessing or a curse. Yeah, I'm going with blessing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with blessing too. Regular butter for the win. Anyway, we got six remaining bakers. We have Alex, Andrew, Dana, Marissa, Sarita, and Tanya. During the opening, Spice is dancing. Emma also da- dances, and they have like a dance battle. Yeah, that's uh, kind of weird. Yeah, Emma does like a nice robot. She got she has a robot down. She did. Also, Emma is a better dancer than Spice. Hmm. Is that fair? I mean, he was a football player. She was a Spice girl. That's true. She probably has a lot more training. Right. How does this relate to the episode? Doesn't really relate to it. <laughs> they say they're gonna. This is the episode where the bakers are going to bake their way into the Fab Five, which kind of gives them that uh, dancing angle. So, uh, episode starts. It's time for the signature. And the signature challenge is a citrus tart. The bakers get one hour and 25 minutes. So, Paul describes a good citrus tart by having a smooth, silky custard with lots of flavor. Sherry says that... uh, in a good citrus tart, the citrus is the star. And uh, she wants to taste the zing. Mm-hmm. How do you describe a zing? Something zesty <clears throat> with a little good. punch. Yeah. Okay. That's a pretty good description. Okay, I don't know. I was about to just say like orangey. Right. <laughs> that also qualifies. <laughs> yeah. You ever bite into an orange? That's the zing. Or like a lemon. Mm. I don't really bite into lemons because that's painful. Um... Yeah, so they are going to do citrus tarts. Let's go over the bakers. Alex is going to make a Japanese winter remedy citrus tart. <laughs> which, he went uh, the medicinal route again. He did. Which was they, surprising. They made a joke about that. Mm-hmm. He said that it is inspired by medicine, but it doesn't taste like medicine. That's a good thing. <laughs> he was inspired by his Japanese heritage. Uh, did you know what Alex was wearing? It looked like a piece of pie with a dollop of something. It, yep, Again. that's exactly what it is. Oh, okay. He was wearing an earring that was a pizza pie. 
Very predictable for pastry week, I would say. <laughs> did, did we guess that? Last week, we still are unclear about what that was. Oh, uh, yeah. We weren't sure if it was a cupcake. Right. There were some thoughts that it was a cupcake. Yeah. Speaking of cupcakes, right? there's a video floating around online of you eating a <laughs> cupcake like a shot. Yeah. And I got to say, I was very impressed by this. I yeah. did not know that was a thing. But I was very impressed by it. Um, yeah, I did that. I ate a cupcake in one uh, in one go. Cupcake shots. Yeah, that's they, cool. They called me uh, Mr. One Bite. I took all I need is one bite. <laughs> also, is that the best way to enjoy a cupcake? I don't know. Will it impress your friends? Absolutely. I was <laughs> impressed. So yeah, if you ever feel the need to, in, you know, eat a cupcake in one sitting, uh, send me a message. I'll tell you how to do it. <laughs> you kind of just throw it in your mouth. Here. Yeah, you kind of shove it in your mouth. So Alex's a uh, Japanese winter remedy is gonna have yuzu, um, which is a very delicious citrusy kind of Japanese Japanese citrus. He's also going to have a ginger meringue. Um, yeah, I mean the description sounds like a good citrus tart. They're judging the judges say that the meringue. Kind of lost some definition. However, the custard was set. It had good flavors. The ginger wasn't overwhelming. And overall, it was a very nice start. Mm-hmm. So good on uh, Mr. Alex there. Next, we have Brother Andrew. So Brother Andrew is making a ginger and citrus tart, which contains orange and lemon custard and has a ginger Italian meringue. Um, yeah, also going the ginger route. Although, I mean, he, he didn't really introduce the idea that it was like medicine-y. Right. Which is probably good. Do you think of ginger as medicine? Not really, although I, I, feel, I feel like it has a lot of redeeming qualities. Whenever I have a sore throat, I like to have a cup of tea with ginger in it. Yeah. Also, ginger beer when I'm sick. Oh. So whenever I'm sick, just, you know, make me a Moscow mule. <laughs> so maybe ginger is a good medicinal. Yeah, it helps you go to sleep. Or it helps you party, depending on your like mood. Hmm. Uh, during judging, the judges say that the meringue is nice. Um, he has a decoration where it's kind of one-sided, where the decoration is on one side. Mm-hmm. Which kind of had a question about. A couple of them had tarts where they made uh, decorations on just half the tart. Right. And it, it was kind of decorative. But... Did it look like it was unfinished to you in a way? Yeah, and I was also thinking, like, is this like a way to like kind of cheat the decoration? <laughs> Right. Although it looked cool, but each each slice, if you were to cut that up, wouldn't be like a identical slice. You wouldn't get some of it. Yeah, somebody wouldn't get some of that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> anyway, um, they said that the flavors were good. However, the custard was a little split and a little eggy. So eggy, like custard, is going to be a, a challenge these bakers aren't going to encounter. Next, we have Dana Banana. Dana Banana makes a Richmond's Cherry Lime Citrus Tart. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who Richmond was, but she said it was a good friend of hers. Yeah, she likes to name her desserts after people she knows. Uh, do you think she's getting bribe money from her friends? <laughs> <laughs> like a sponsorship? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, can you name that Richmond? I want to be on the show. That's a good idea. Yeah, I would I would definitely do that if I'm ever on a show. I would, I would totally be corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. <laughs> So the flavors are obviously cherry and lime. And uh, when she says cherry, I think cherry is like 
Is that going to be pink? And what kind of pink? A vibrant pink or a drab pink? Drab pink. Mm-hmm. Her kind of pink. Is there really a drab pink? Yeah. There yeah. are different shades of pink. I only think of hot pink. 50. 50 to be exact. I'd say there's more like two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, during judging, the judge said that there's good color on it. They like the pink. Um, bravo to the, the ruby color under around it. And the tart was flavorful. And the cherry marries to the lime well. So good on Dana Banana. So she was the only one that didn't pre-cook her custard. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's right? right. Yeah, yeah. And they paid off, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, the cherries look kind of cool. She kind of cut them to look like a... They look like a starfish to me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And cherries all around the pie. Making for even slices. Moving on to Marissa. Marissa makes a mandar lemon citrus tart. Um, I don't know. It's supposed to be some kind of pun in there. Mandarin. Mandar lemon. She's combining mandarin, orange, and lemon together? Yeah. Mm. But the name was Mandar slash lemon. It's like, yeah. mm, it's not that clever. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a stretch there, Marissa. A little bit. Yeah. So the flavors are obviously mandarin and lemon. And also contains a Italian ring. And uh, while she was baking it, she cut her crust before her. She did the blind baking. Because mm-hmm. you have to kind of bake the tart first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during dredging... The judge said the pastry was too thin, and Paul said you always should cut the pie, the crust after you bake it. So she wasn't actually the only one that did that, though. She just was the only one that got called out on it. Yeah. Because <laughs> there true. were other contestants that also seemed to trim theirs it's before. Like a lot of them did that. Right? Yeah. I think Alex did it. Uh, I think Tanya also did it. <clears throat> yeah. For some reason, she was the only one that the judges like talked about that during, like, baking and then during the judgment mm-hmm. so either it's editing or it's like um targeted criticism <laughs> i don't know why when you're in those situations and the judges question it doesn't it mean to you do the opposite of what you thought you were gonna sometimes, do sometimes you think that but it's like a double trick yeah sometimes they question it and then you you like do the opposite and they're like you should have stuck to what you're doing i feel like more often than not at least more this season yeah they're telling you mm, i don't think that's right <laughs> but like is would you like change it last minute yes okay yeah you should probably should <laughs> probably <laughs> a safe call <clears throat> so yeah these pies um a lot of the bakers blind bake i think all of them blind bake their their uh, crust and they also use the pie weights mm-hmm which are, I was like, what is that made out of? And apparently it's made out of ceramic. The little balls. Yeah, and apparently they're not edible. <laughs> Did you think you were going to eat them after? No. I searched it on like Google. Uh-huh. And one of the questions that popped up in like the auto search was, yeah. are pie weights edible? Oh. <laughs> Which uh, they're not. It would make sense. Let's say you had something that you had to bake anyway, and it had some weight on it. Why not throw it in the pie so you could <laughs> eat it since you're baking? At that point, is it a pie weight? <laughs> it's just pie filling at that point, right? Like, maybe you're going to do some chestnuts or something. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, they're, they're there to help prevent soggy bottoms, which are kind of cool. I've never used them before. It seems like, is it the most efficient way to, like, 
keep the pie like weight down is to use a bunch of little tiny balls instead of one big ball yeah like one giant like pie shaped like a filling shaped weight yeah hmm. it's probably better for storage though tiny balls that's true anyway <laughs> um <clears throat> moving on to sarita so sarita is making a boxing day citrus so tart did you know what boxing day was I knew it was a day that was celebrated in Canada, but I don't know the exact origins yeah. of it. So Sarita said that she loved Boxing Day because she loves shopping. Yeah, I feel like that was a stretch to what the actual holiday. Yeah, was. it is. I oh, okay. It. Maybe it is. I don't know. I looked it up. I uh-huh. was like, does shopping have to do it? So Boxing Day is just the day after like Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then apparently it was a day where you're supposed to be like very generous and like uh, donate to like underserved communities and like... Uh, Help, uh, help other people. So if you're shopping for <laughs> others, so so they call it Boxing Day because they used to hand out boxes to like uh, boxes of food and clothes to like the, the like the less unfortunate. Oh, okay. But uh, I think eventually it just became like a shopping day. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. But anyway, I was like, what is that? But that's that's what that is. Um, her Boxing Day citrus tart contains tangerine and lime. And also a blueberry smith meringue. <clears throat> and at one point, very dramatically, she puts her tart in the oven and she sloshes it. Mm. Which means she's like, she puts it, she places it too, she gets too rough with the placement. Mm-hmm. And the pie filling just like went over on one side of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way the editing made it look was like the most dramatic thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not that bad. It's just like a little bit over the edge. Yeah. It but did affect her judging though. It did because the judges caught that. And they said that it was sloshed. Also, her filling was boiled. Um, her swirl was cool, but uh, it was her overall bake was not cohesive. <coughs> so uh, that was Sarita's Boxing Day. Next, we have Tanya. Tanya, make, Tanya makes a shoot for the stars clementine citrus tart, which contains clementine in the custard and also clementine in the decor, so a lot of clementine. Mm-hmm. Uh, during judging, the judges say that her tart is leaking, and it looks like the oranges are weeping. Yeah, not a not a good compliment there. She definitely had soggy bottom. <laughs> definitely, it was her custard was also boiled and it was split, and they called her citrus tart a shame. At one point, it felt like it was like insult after insult. I was like, I feel kind of bad for her. It was rough. Yeah, these judges can uh, they can be pretty rough. Mm-hmm. So overall, um, kind of a mixed bag. Bag. A lot of the bakers didn't do so well with the the actual um, custard. A lot mm-hmm. of it was eggy. Um, notably, Alex did okay, and I think uh, Dana might have done the best. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So moving on to the technical. For the technical, the bakers are challenged with making hand raised pies, which uh, they get two hours and fifty minutes. Have you seen these before? I always thought they were called scotch eggs or something like that. I think that's a little bit different. It's a little bit different? Yeah, but similar. Yeah. It looked delicious, though. Right? I was like, where has this been all my life? (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because uh, Paul says that it's a favorite of his, and he used to eat it every day for lunch. I know. I would, too, if I knew what it was. (laughs) Also, like, does Paul bring this into, like, his workplace and just eats it? (laughs) <laughs> yes 
It's probably what he does, right? It's a, if I brought that into work and I started eating that, a lot of people would be very impressed, I think. <laughs> also, yeah. they would want one. Nice hand pie. <laughs> Have you ever had quail egg before? Yeah, it's delicious. Is it? I've never had quail egg before. I've had a quail egg in soup before, and uh, the soup was really hot. Mm-hmm. And then when I ate, I put the quail egg in my mouth and I bit into it. The liquid inside was so hot that it spilled out and burned me. <laughs> that is not where I thought that story was going <laughs> to so go. So if you eat quail egg from like soup, make sure that it's a little bit cooled because the inside probably like boiling liquid. I was expecting you to say it like soothed your mouth. No, no, it burned it me. The <laughs> it was pain. It hurt. Flavor-wise, what's the difference between that and a chicken egg? Uh, I think a quail egg, the flavor is more concentrated. Oh, is it more yeah. eggy flavor? Yeah, and it's interesting. Oh, it's delicious. It's really good. Hmm. I want to try this hand raised pie. I think I can make this. Do it. <laughs> uh, that was the funny part where um, when they first said hand raised pies, Spice was like raising his hand, and he said, "Ooh, ooh, I want yeah. pie." <laughs> <laughs> so the spice is a comedy relief, much needed comedy relief. Mm-hmm. So. um... While Paul's talking about it, he says that they're going to need to use a pie dolly, which I had no idea what that was until they explained it. Same. <laughs> Did you think initially when they said pie dolly that it was like a like a vehicle that would transport yeah, the Yeah, pies? like a little cart. Right. <laughs> I was like, why do they need that? Can't they just like move it onto like the plate? <laughs> and apparently that's uh, to help mold the pastry. Um and apparently when you mold the pastry, you're supposed to mold it, mold it while it's cooling. Because if you mold it while it's too hot, it won't stick to the, the dolly. And uh, that's how you fold the pastry around, apparently. So, uh, moving on to the bakers. I think the Oprah did okay with this. Just because they all look delicious. Except mm-hmm. for like one of them, which I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Some of them had, some of them were thick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sixth place, we have Tanya. Um, they said that her hand-raised pie was flat. And also, they couldn't find the egg. Yeah, it got chopped up or disintegrated or something. She said it was in crazy. there. crazy. I saw them looking through it, and I was like, there's no way there's an egg in there. Did she put it in whole? I don't know. Maybe she didn't cook it before. <laughs> so she just, like, cracked it in there. <laughs> I see. It's possible. It's possible. Um, Marissa got fifth. They said that her uh, hand raised pie was small. It was and over seasoned. Mm-hmm. Dana banana got fourth. Uh, not enough filling. Crust is too thick. Sarita got third. Shape was inconsistent, but the filling was flavorful. Second place and first place, the two uh, the two dudes. Andrew got second place. Um, they said the lid outside was wrong. I guess he's supposed to put the lid inside the pie. On the inside, he put it on the outside. Yeah. However, this is the pie was flaky and that the filling was delicious. And Alex gets number one. His looked amazing. They said it was nice and tall. Um, it was well packed and it was well done. Mm-hmm. So I think I think Alex does really well in like uh, technical challenges. He is becoming the technical beast. I think he is, and I, I think I think he's the best baker. But also, he makes bad judgments on like he's very adventurous with like flavors right sometimes they work sometimes they don't yeah and when they don't work they, the judges seem like very angry <laughs> <laughs> but i think like technical and skill wise uh very good mm-hmm. do you remember what alex did like professional wise he was a uh, like a like a chemist right 
From like Harvard or something? A chemist? That sounds familiar. <clears throat> Why don't I remember? I remember that when he's not baking, he's working out in his gym. <laughs> <clears throat> he's a fit guy. He's, he looks like he works out. Remember they did that cutaway <laughs> with the buns reference? Or something? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Moving on to the showstopper. <clears throat> For the showstopper, the the bakers are tasked with making six Napoleons with uh, pastry cream and twelve palmiers. Palm, how do you pronounce that? It's French, so palmiers. you know we're experts. Palmiers. <laughs> I think it's palmier. <clears throat> palmier. Yeah. So three syllable. Palmier. Palmier. Palmiers. <laughs> Let's go with that. Anyway. Tart to team. Tart to team. <laughs> Six Napoleons, 12 pommiers, take four hours. So a pommier is apparently, I didn't know what it was when they mentioned it. It's a dainty uh, heart-shaped sugar cookie. It looks like one of those sugar cookies that uh, you would find in like like a tin. Oh, the little Danishes? Danish yeah. cookies? Yeah. It's, With it's, the sugar yeah. chunks. What are those? They're not chunks, but they're like large pieces of sugar on top. Yeah, 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 I think that's what they are. It reminds me of something I would like see the tin for, and mm-hmm. then open it, and then apparently it's my mom's sewing supplies because that's where she keeps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, they said the the judges say the key component for the Napoleons and the Pommiers is light, buttery, and crisp puff pastry. So a lot of butter. Gonna, the bakers are going to be pounding out that butter. Mm-hmm. You actually see them doing it, which is kind of funny. There's a moment when uh, Sarita is like flattening her butter with like a rolling pin, and she seems to be like attacking it. <laughs> and she says that she's taking out her frustrations on that butter, which I was like, okay, she's a uh... very animated. Yeah, very animated. And is I she like enjoying it. that too much? <laughs> I, would, I would probably enjoy it just as much. <clears throat> so moving on to the bakers, we have Alex. Alex makes a very berry. <laughs> Holiday Napoleons and Pommiers. And right when he says the name, Paul says, What did you say? <laughs> he said, Very, very. And Paul's like, That, that sounds like something else. Uh, alluding to Mary Berry, which is uh, Paul's former um, co host or co judge on the Great British Baking Show the first couple of seasons. Shout outs to Mary Berry. Um, I think the thing I miss most about Mary Berry is that. She would uh, have some... If you're a judge, some people like have a very neutral face when they're trying stuff. <clears throat> Mary Berry was very animated and you could tell if she didn't like something or like something. <laughs> which made her a very entertaining judge. So anyway, uh, random thing about Mary Berry that I liked. So Alex is a very Berry holiday, Napoleon's and Pommiers. His Napoleon's are strawberry and lemon pastry. And his Pommier is... A blueberry glazed open face cookie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so while he was describing to the judges, I think the judges were not sure about that glaze. Sherry, um, during judging, when they judged it, Sherry said that the the painting of that palme is disrespectful. Yeah, that's harsh. It was harsh. Paul thought it was okay yeah, though. Paul he enjoyed said it. It works. Yeah, and he likes it. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's some uh, strife between the judges here. <laughs> they disagreed on something. Um, they said overall his uh, Napoleons were unorthodox. Unorthodox. <laughs> what did I say? 
Actually, I, that's what I thought you said the first time. Unorthodox? Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I said the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it was unorthodox, but it works. So, uh, good stuff. Moving on to Brother Andrew. Brother Andrew makes a winter morning Napoleons and Pamiers. Um, so, he his strategy was that he was going to make one batch of pastry for both. Which I think it kind of worked out. <clears throat> His palmiers were apple pie spice, and his napoleons were blackberry filled gray earl. Um, the gray earl was in the heavy cream. Uh, during judging, the judges said that uh, his palmiers looked like elephant ears. They were pretty large. Did Paul make some kind of elephant noise? He, I don't think he made an elephant <laughs> noise, but when he was putting it on the plate, he made it look like it weighed a thousand pounds. <laughs> um, Paul said they had good flavor, so good stuff on the palmiers. For the Napoleons, they said that uh, they didn't look appetizing, and uh, they were too heavy. So, uh, good stuff on the Pamiers, not so good on the Napoleons for Brother Andrew. Brother Andrew had another situation where Sherry questioned him on using the heavy cream. Right. At that point, when he's decided to keep going with it, I would have switched it out. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, because, yeah, they're judging, they said that was too heavy. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think that the judges, like... Have some kind of like pride factor that if they tell you something during the bake, they're super harsh about it, like during judging. Just as a, like, I told you so <laughs> kind of thing. I think so. Hmm. Sometimes they admit they're wrong, though. Yeah. It seems like they're usually right, though. Yeah, like 90% of the time. Like when we get the Sarita. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sarita. The first, let's go over uh, Dana Banana. He makes fennel pomades and caramel latte napoleons. Um, so she says she grew up eating napoleons and pomades. Uh, she is an Italian-American. I was like, oh, maybe she has a leg up on this then. Mm-hmm. Her napoleons were espresso um, pastry cream, which uh, sounded delicious. And her pomades were... What were her pomades? Fennel. <laughs> final yeah, palm is. Okay. <laughs> I don't judging the judges said that she had good flavors. Um, her pomades were a little, little dry, but overall, um, her napoleons were perfect. So I think her, uh, her upbringing of eating these things uh, came into play and helped her out. Yeah, her napoleon looked really good. Yeah. Espresso heavy cream is something definitely I would. Uh, Eat too much of. Mm-hmm. Moving on to Marissa. Marissa makes sugar on snow Napoleons and golden roulac pommiers. Um, the Napoleons had pecan praline pastry cream and the pommiers were filled with walnuts, apricots, and raisins. During judging, the judges said, the judges said that the, the pommiers were too blonde. However, they had a gorgeous flavor. Alluding to all the, I guess, the, the walnuts and apricots inside them. She had some bad bakes. However, the Napoleons were raw. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, not so good on Marissa. Yeah. Moving on to Sarita. <laughs> um, Sarita made a when flaky is a good thing Napoleons and Pamiers. Does this mean that she's like flaky, like time wise? I think in general. F- People who are flaky are frowned upon, but mm. in this case, flaky is good, or could be 
like okay. dandruff right yeah. it's not usually yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's right flaky is usually not a good term do you think like he's a flaky person and her friends are flaky and then she made this bake just to like taunt them <laughs> i don't know <laughs> just to, like uh anyway i hope not <laughs> she made a uh, her napoleons were made out of miso butterscotch it's a very interesting flavor for like a dessert yeah it's uh, something that's like a soup combined with butterscotch. Yeah. Um, and her pommes were French four spiced, which I don't, I've never had a French four spice before. She had interesting combinations of flavors for this round. Yeah. And also, while she was uh, putting everything together, she was talking about proportions. And she said that uh, she had 250 uh, grams of butter to 495 grams of flour at which uh i think they questioned her about this yes paul especially questioned her on her ratios <laughs> and during judging they said that her ratios were off not surprisingly mm-hmm. she didn't have enough butter too dry and, yeah which made everything more dry and they said for napoleons everything needed more um i guess they couldn't taste the elements of the flavor so yeah another instance of uh, the judges uh Judging you quietly, <laughs> not saying anything. And she said that Paul was right, and Paul asked her to repeat it again. Yeah. So, uh, it rough. <laughs> <laughs> These judges, man. You don't mess around. Moving on to Tanya. Tanya, make, Tanya makes Keep Calm and Napoleon. Pames and Napoleons. That was a great name. Napoleon. Tanya coming in strong again with the pun names. Yeah. Coming in strong, going now. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. Anyway, um, she makes chocolate pommiers and chocolate pastry cream napoleons. And they had a cherry compote in them. They just said that her chocolate pommiers, I guess they were missing some because she didn't have all like the required six. There was five of them. She was missing six pommiers. Right. And I think at the end of the baking, you could, I think she like threw them onto like her plate, right? Yeah. She, so when she was doing her butter block, it, it had split. Oh, so that's she right. didn't get half of them done. That's right. Although Paul told her that she, she threw it away. Right. Paul told her she could have saved it without a shadow of a doubt. I know. It was very harsh. Yeah. He's like, without a shadow of a doubt, you could have saved it. It was salvageable. Yeah. Which, uh, Dang. <laughs> um, yeah, they were very harsh on her. They said that uh, yeah, it was an incomplete bake. And also her uh, Napoleons were underbaked and under unfinished. Um, they didn't, I don't think they said like one good thing. Or I didn't catch one good thing, but uh, very I harsh. Th- I think you're correct. I think she pointed out that her chocolate-covered cherries look great, though. <laughs> <laughs> And Paul right. agreed. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, yeah, that's the show suffer there. Yeah, the judges are kind of talking. They're talking about who's in trouble. Sarita and Tanya are in trouble. Mm. Who did you think would go at this point? Tanya. Even though I, I picked her last time to do yeah. well, she had just the worst three rounds imaginable. Yeah, that's true. Like, every round, she just underachieved. Because we know she's a great baker. Yeah. That's true. 
I also think there's a clue that like if you you're shown edited last during the showstopper, like you're the last one being judged, there's a chance you might go. Oh, yeah. We should do. Some I think they do that do for that. some reason to like heighten the drama. Hmm. And moving on to results, uh, unfortunately, Tanya is the one to go. She is eliminated, and uh, Star Baker is Dana. Dana Banana. Um, good stuff, Dana. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Who did, who, I guess, is for Star Baker last time? Do you remember? I said Tanya. You said Tanya? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, all right. You just said that. I just wanted to uh, make you repeat yourself. I think you have may, may have picked Alex. <laughs> I think I picked Alex. Yeah. Yeah. I think he did well on some stuff. Um, I think we picked Brother Andrew and Sarita in the bottom. Oh. Brother Andrew's, uh, I think, very confidently in the middle. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. He just stays the course, which is what mm. I think I said in the beginning. I kind of went away from him, but <laughs> he's doing yeah. his thing. It's good stuff. All right. So that's the episode. Do you want to move on to our segments? Let's do it. All right. Uh, first segment. What do you think was the funniest moment of the episode? So this wasn't, I wouldn't say it's particularly funny, but at the very <laughs> end, <laughs> when Tanya and Paul are talking, Paul told her to remake her bake and then send him a picture and it might make him make her feel better do you remember that yeah he's like he's like rebake it and then send me a picture (laughs) that's pretty harsh but it might it might make you feel better would it make you feel better to make something that i failed and send a picture to paul for like validation so at least (laughs) at least you know you could do it it's like if you failed an exam and your professor's like well that's your grade but you can go home and do the exam on your own. It won't count for anything. But if you take a picture, you can send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would feel better. Yeah. I guess it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so that was mine. How about yours? So, <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, mine was just when uh, I think Marissa was uh, talking about how she can tell when her pastry is ready to fold. <laughs> yeah. They're like, how can you tell? She, said, she says, I can feel it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then Paul says, are you some kind of Jedi master? Which makes me think that, like, Paul was, like, a Star Wars, like, nerd growing up, which is kind of funny to me. Mm. I could see him being a Star Wars kid. Yeah, definitely. Bringing, like, pommiers to the movie theater. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Next segment. What was your favorite bake of the episode? I would like to try... Any of the citrus custard yeah. tarts. Yeah, because I really like that combination. Citrus and custard. Yeah, I eat a lot of oranges. Mm. And I like custard. That's a good pick. So there wasn't one in particular. Maybe maybe Brother Andrews. Because oh. he used ginger. I know a couple of them used ginger, but yeah. maybe that. Yeah, that's probably a solid one. How about you? Uh, definitely the Technico. <laughs> I wanted to eat that Technico. Yeah. Yeah. Those pies look good. Hand-raised pies. Hand-raised pie. I will raise my pie. With egg. With egg. Quail egg. Unless you're Tanya. Uh, I would want a little bit of cheese in there. <laughs> uh, I think Paul Hollywood would yell at you <laughs> for oh, making okay. that suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It looks delicious, though. It does. I probably need more than one, though. And I bet you can eat one <laughs> in one bite. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the episode. Uh, Thank you for listening, everybody, and we'll catch you next week for the next episode.
Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye, guys.